You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, cast the ticket back with you. It is our final divisional preseason preview uh i will attempt to play the role of jim here rate review subscribe one more time rate review subscribe uh it's all there for you it's exciting um if you haven't checked out the other divisional previews or every damn team in college football it's all there turn your notifications on download them enjoy them uh and we'll be getting you picks shortly uh but jim i wanted to start with kind of America's team before we get to the AFC South. And what I mean by it is they're a team that's the most inoffensive team in all of America because nobody cares about them. They play in a market nobody wants to live in or care about. No one's got some bad story about what this team has done to them. They're just there. And like we talk about the Cowboys being America's team so often. I'd like to give you a team America actually likes. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, the Lions have gotten all the hype, and much of it is deserved. Not all mm-hmm. of it, much of it. But the Jaguars are the team that delivered on it. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They Their have, coaches won a Super Bowl. And they have a superstar quarterback. That's where I wanted to start today, because I wanted to give you an opportunity to be slanderous. <laughs> you think I, I'm going to disagree with this? You know, you know, this is a Trevor Lawrence podcast. Yes. Have I gone too far? No. I think there's going to be a chance when we record our preseason picks play. I am going to play a Trevor Lawrence MVP. I want to have some fun. Jags long shot Super Bowl. Bomb pop. Mm -hmm. Just have I overdone it with Trevor Lawrence? No, and you know what it was too? And I don't remember the specifics. When they won that playoff game, didn't we bet them? Wasn't there something in that game where they had our back as gamblers? There's certain coaches you bet and you know they don't care about you. Doug Peterson is not one of those coaches. No, and, and what I like with Trevor Lawrence when you really look at it, I mean, look at the leap from year one to two. And again, Massive. And there again, were no yeah. adults in the room in year one. But as a rookie, completes 59.6% of his passes, 3,600 yards. He goes 12 touchdowns, 17 picks. The Urban Meyer thing was a total clusterfuck. Doug Peterson walks in. It's not a finished product. Year two, here are the numbers you got. 66.3% rate, 4,100 yards, 25 TDs, eight picks. What I submit to the gallery is this. I think there's another leap left in here. I think there is a chance that while the completion percentage can't get much higher, could it be 67 or 8? Yes. The yardage, they're going to want to run the football some, but 4,500 yards? I think where you have a lot of meat on the bone 
is the touchdowns. It is not out of the realm of possibility. This kid could throw 40 touchdowns, seven or eight picks, a very Aaron Rodgers-type deal. And, oh, by the way, throw in 300 rushing yards. Yeah, because he can move a little bit. He can move. For a man of that size, he can move. So I want to break down the stat a little differently than you did. Go ahead. Because you want to talk about breakout. I would argue the breakout didn't happen last season. It happened in the second half of last season. Okay. Because you have to unlearn a lot of the old habits, a real coach gives you a foundation. You break in Evan Ingram. You break in Christian Kirk from Halloween on. Yeah. 15 touchdowns, two picks. You take that, bottle it up, and run it for a whole season. That's what you're talking about. Now we're talking about someone who throws 36 touchdowns to six interceptions on a top 10 offense from last year that challenges to be a top five offense this year. Calvin Ridley gets integrated in. And look, Doug Peterson's never been shy about throwing the ball. I just don't flippantly throw out 5,000 yards. Is it possible? Yes. Well, you can get 4,800, and that's still a damn good season. 4,800 with 40 touchdowns, yeah. and you're in the running for MVP. Correct. Especially if they win the division. And again, this is a guy with pedigree. This is a name brand. This is a guy that I think when these awards are, are out, hype plays a role in it. I, I am all aboard Trevor Lawrence. I am all aboard the Express. I think there's another leap in there, and I think at the end of the season, Trevor Lawrence is going to elevate the Jags to being one of the more likable teams in the league. But him... I think he's going to be in the conversation as a top five QB at the end of this year. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. If Josh Allen doesn't cut the goddamn turnovers, by the end of this season, Trevor Lawrence is going to replace him in that elite group in my world. It's a game of musical chairs. Only five seats. Someone's got to leave if someone enters. That's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. I. That's how much I believe in him. Now, give me your award here for, if it's not the Jags as America's team, is it your team? If it's not the Jags, it's the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell, football guy, lovable losers. The the whole Chicago Cubs phenomenon makes its way to the NFL. A team that hasn't won a playoff game in over 30 years. Steps up as a division favorite, hosting a playoff game. You want to tell me people who haven't fallen in love with them aren't going to? If it's not the Jags, or if you're looking for AFC, NFC compadres, siblings, I would say that it's the Lions, if not the Jags. You know, just for fun. Plus, how about how about this for Jared Goff, too? He's a guy who was left for dead. And we like second chances in America. We love, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. And Jared Goff, if this team succeeds the way they did at the end of last season, he's going to be looked at as second chance Jared, who made it right in the Motor City, where they love football a whole hell of a lot more than they care about it in Los Angeles. It's a it's a feel-good story. Evan, I want to do something for Cookies. This is going to be a gift to him, and it won't cost me much. The Lions to beat the Jaguars in the Super Bowl. A no. Super Bowl forecast ticket. We got to do this for Cookies. It's plus 25000 Why don't Why don't we just throw – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a free ticket. Evan, you do not have to put any of your money on that. No, that is no. not – I didn't say we were putting a 401K on it. I just said <laughs> – I just saw the look in his eyes. He's like – Okay. Uh, you're putting what on what? <laughs> and with that, now's a good time to move towards your divisional preview. Wait, Let's... before we do, we have another little note for this. What's this is that? the perfect division to do our rookie symposium. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, with the quarterbacks? Yeah, I know we've been doing like one little bite-sized deal, and then we get to the breakdown. Yeah. But, but this, I think we take a second bite of the apple because this division has two rookie starting quarterbacks who you're hoping fall in the footsteps and follow in the footsteps of Trevor Lawrence. You tell me, among all rookie quarterbacks... 
who do you expect has the best season? Two are in this division. You got Bryce Young with Carolina. What's your answer? Career? Let's do this season and career. All right. I think for me, A, it is, I have to go full disclosure. I didn't like this rookie class. I was not a big fan of these quarterbacks. Long-term floor is probably Anthony Richardson based on the running ability. Mm -hmm. Based on, he won't have to be that accomplished a passer to be effective. You can stay in the league, ask Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. Football smarts, Bryce Young. The problem, he's tiny. It scares me. I'm still scarred by this Tua thing, the Kyler thing. Stroud's the one I can't figure out. I know I was supposed to love C.J. Stroud, but there is something about that kid in the big moments. I just, I, I it was lacking. There's something about him that really bugs me. And I also think he was drafted by an absolute horseshit organization in Houston. You're right. So it would be Stroud three, Bryce two. And because of where the sport is going, you don't need to be a great passer. Look at Jalen Hurts for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Probably Richardson won, but not with a high degree of confidence. I love this year's class way more than whatever we're looking at right now. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, we talked a lot of quarterbacks in Detroit leading up to the draft because they had a high pick and you have to do your homework. You have to at least vet these guys and consider, is there a franchise quarterback in this group? And they all had their flaws. And it almost feels like if you could combine the three of them, you'd have one hell of a quarterback. The size of Richardson, the poise and creativity of Bryce Young, and some of the accuracy, some of the layered throws that C.J. Stroud can make. Collectively, they'd be one hell of a quarterback. Problem is they all have a pretty big flaw. With Stroud, I worry about how he handled pressure and adversity at Ohio State. He's going to have way more of it in Houston and a bad organization. Correct. The one thing is, though, light bulb went on against Georgia. And I think that's the biggest reason he went in the top five. The biggest reason he went number two, right, was because of what he did against Georgia's defense. But the problem with with evaluating Ohio State quarterbacks, you have an elite play caller in Ryan Day. Mm -hmm. And you, I mean, he had a cheat code in Marvin Harrison Jr. The year prior, he had a cheat code in JSN. But can he Chris make those Olave. throws? The answer is yes. Yes. But if I don't have those players, look, everything, everything in the NFL, the amount of time you have to process is shorter. Mm -hmm. The players are faster, bigger, scarier. The windows you throw into are smaller. The margin for error. No one is running four yards wide open in the NFL like they are in the Big Ten. Correct. I just worry about it. I do. And again, I don't love necessarily the landing place. Not an offensive head coach and an organization that's cycled head coaches now the last couple off seasons. A ton. So the other two. I really like Bryce Young. And I'm not as afraid of the size as other people. Kyler Murray's issues are not entirely size-related. No, he's an asshole. That would be the difference. Right. Bryce Young keeps plays alive, played against big players in the SEC, didn't have an elite receiving cast in the SEC. He's drafted to an offensive coaching staff in a bad division. They're not going to be great out of the gate. But think about this. Frank Reich, I feel so bad for him. Five quarterbacks in five years with the Colts. Finally gets the number one pick and say, hey, I'm, I've got a guy. He can do things. Yeah. That I I haven't been able to do I just as a didn't coach. Like their off season. I don't like Adam Thielen. As you get rid of DJ Moore. I know that was part of moving and why up. Why on earth are you signing Miles Sanders? Yeah. So I just don't love what's around him. No, and but I don't I, love what's around it. him either. And then the Richardson component. Everybody knows about his completion percentage in college. The same was said about Josh Allen. It took Josh Allen a couple of years and a Stephon Diggs acquisition before he Correct. really ascended. So I think Richardson in year one it could be dicey. He doesn't have receivers who are going to separate. Could run for a thousand yards. He could run for a thousand yards, but. Third and long, it's going to be an adventure. He'll have some of the best highlight plays of anybody in the NFL Agree. this season. Agree. You want to go to the AFC North? Let's do it. AFC South, South. rather, excuse me. 
The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so tell me right now, is America's team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are they ready for the bright lights? Yes, but, but, but it's minus 155. And that's where we have a problem. So we're going to do what we always do. Talk about the division, and then I want to give you some options because I've got some plays for the Jags. I think what's interesting is this. It's a lot like the NFC West to me. Two really bad teams at the bottom with the Texans and Colts. Two rookie quarterbacks at the bottom. Yep. There is a chance for, if Jacksonville's for real, more so than Tennessee, there is a chance for them to get fat and happy and pad the record, which would lead me to a possible be the one seed in the AFC bet at plus 1,600. It's interesting. It's something. It's priced nice. Divisionally, here's my problem. Mike Vrabel. Let's talk about him. I can't explain anything the Titans are doing year in, year out. But Vrabel has a way of staying in the fight. I mean, he's like Stallone... Rocky Balboa, nine, 10 rounds deep in the montage. His face is swollen and blown out, but he's staying in. He's staying in there. The Titans somehow, some way made the playoffs last year. How? You look at the Titans. Do we like what's going on at quarterback? Nope. Now they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Not bad. They have Traylon Burks. Not bad. Derrick Henry, whatever's left of him. They tried to trade him. Nobody wanted him. But last year, the deal, not bad. Their fatal flaws, the offensive line, it's horrible. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs last year, right? Am I, am I last week of the season. Oh, you're right. They, it, it was the last week. It was winner take all. And they lost Jags, to Jackson. Titans, yeah. and I'd like to apologize. No, but your point is, I mean, that became a playoff game in de facto. Right. They were in the fight. Yeah. So despite the fact that they missed time with right. their quarterback. and Yeah. I like their defense. There is something, there is... 
Like there's a, it's championship DNA. There is something about this team. It's weird to say about a team that hasn't won a championship, but they do a lot of the little things that you need to do. They're always in the fight. So think about this. That was the worry. That was the first losing season Vrabel has had in Tennessee. Right. And their quarterback missed five games. Right. That's a big deal. Whether you think Tannehill's great or not. Their defense will play. They fight for Vrabel. I will tell you, this is a team much like the Patriots. That when I get an opportunity to bet Mike Vrabel as a dog, Mike Tomlin as a dog, Belichick as a dog, I'm going to bet them. I won't feel good about it. I won't feel good about myself. And I surely won't enjoy watching the game because they muddy everything up. If I had to give you one game that screamed Tennessee Titans football, it was at Arrowhead as like 17 yes. point dogs. Malik Willis is the quarterback. And and what did they do? Did they go to overtime? They, they muddied the goddamn water. So there's something here where I, I will not bet, I mean, sorry to be repetitive, I am not betting minus 155 to win a division. But at 310 for the Titans? Can you get to plus 310 for the Titans? So the argument would be, number one run defense a year ago, Jeffrey Simmons, the, the most underrated elite defensive player. We don't talk about him enough. No. Number one run defense yards per carry last season. Great safety duo. Vrabel's coach. They're going to defend. If Henry doesn't fall off the wagon and break down and he's been an anomaly, he's kind of an alien in that way. Can they win 10 games? And how about this in this division? Mm. Can they squeak out a couple extra ones because of how bad the bottom is? And now we're talking about a 12 win team. Maybe the Jags don't take this big leap that we think here's that's part of the case for Tennessee. I think it cuts one of two ways. Okay. They're either going to win this division or they're not making the playoffs. Do you agree on that? Because in a world where things unravel, they they go with Levis and they take the plunge and they exactly. bottom out. Yeah. And if they're good, they're going to be good. Yeah. I don't see this division getting two, and the book agrees with me. You're right. So I wrote this down. To be an AFC wild card, do you know what the Titans are, odds-wise? Tell me. Plus 850. The book is telling wow. this division won't get two. End of the year, they're playing Levis. That's what that tells me. Plus 850. So this division, you got to pick the winner. I can't take minus 155. I think there's a case here at plus 310. That if Jacksonville is a victim of their own hype, that if Tennessee doesn't lose Tannehill for five games, they drafted Pete Skaronsky, maybe the line could stabilize a little, yeah. and the defense carries the day. They're going to run it. They're going to play great defense. They're going to have great special teams. And Vrabel has a little bit of that fucking witch voodoo as a dog. <laughs> I think if you were going to make a play, you could use Jacksonville and some parlays, but the plus 310, that might be the play. But what I would not do is get snookered into doing one of these to be a wild card no. because I don't think this division is going to see two. It's a good read. And if they're just mediocre at a, at a moment's notice. December rolls around. They could play Will Levis and yep. go 0-4. Yep. So I just wanted to, to throw it out there. Now, Colts, anything at plus 550, I, I'm so scared of what's going on there. And I mean, I, I I don't wish it on anybody. This poor Anthony Richardson. You show up to town, you, you got Jonathan Taylor in a dispute. Then he's back home. Now he could seek a trade. I don't know what's going on there. Go through the receiver room. So Pittman, I don't know if you like Michael Pittman, but he's maybe a number two. I like Pittman. I don't think he okay six four two twenty five. Sure, he he maybe a number two. I don't think he's like a number one. Well, I think if he had a quarterback, it would help. But okay, okay I, I get your point. My point is then go down the depth chart. You're not right? a big Alec Pierce guy. <laughs> Second year out of Cincy. 
again, some of this is going to be they don't have a, the most polished quarterback out of the gate either. It's going to be a little symbiotic in Here's that way. the other dirty secret. Where the fuck has Quentin Nelson been? Yeah. He is not. He did not have a good year last year. And I, I get it. He was banged up. He was bad. Did they have a great tight end that you feel? No. So for a young quarterback, you go, wait, my running back's the dump off. He might not be here. My tight ends, we don't have a stud. If my he, receivers don't separate. If he told me Jonathan Taylor was playing. They still have a great O-line. We assume Quentin Nelson bounces back. Mm -hmm. You still have Jonathan Taylor. Is there a scenario where in this Justin Fields-like way, in a weak division, where we love it? Not, not as a rookie. Okay, I'm just making yeah. like... I mean, uh, this isn't to, to denigrate where the, the franchise is going. It's just not going to go there in year one. And it's priced that way. What are they, plus 550? Plus 550. Okay. Look, our job is to try to take some swings here for the people. Uh, week one, by the way, uh, you, oh no, tell me, <sighs> you know what to do. You know exactly what we're going to have to <laughs> Just do. Just tell me one. who they're playing or I'm going to look it up. Jags are at the Colts. Colts are catching three and a half. Oh no. We got about the Colts. Jim, you know what we have to do. You know, a home divisional dog catching north of a field goal. Oh no! I don't even want to think about this. Having welcome to, bet the, to Colts. the NFL's return. You got to do this. I stuff. don't even want to think about betting the Colts. Um, but no, can't get there at five fifty. And the Texans, I'm sorry, at plus twelve hundred, it's a lot like the Raiders. It's a lot like uh, the the of the last place teams that could go worse to first. We talked about the NFC South. We get it. We even talked about the NFC North. There's a play potentially. There there are ways to play. I think the Browns could end up rising in the NFC North, AFC North. There are certain last place teams I can't in good conscience offer you. I can't offer the you. The one thing with Houston. the Texans, though, they don't have their own first round pick. So there is not going to be a lie down fact, effect. They're not going to just pack it in in December. And if Stroud figures it out a little bit towards the end of the season, the defense, I think, could be kind of sneaky good. Will big, Anderson gets plugged in. Big Nico Collins guy. <laughs> I'm not going to overdo it. Maybe they could win six games this year. Anything. Now, again, we do this every episode. You want a div you want the divisional parlay? Yeah. So, for instance, Cookies, you're a Jets guy. Well, this is our last uh, division preview, so we can start plugging some holes. All right, so go why don't you give me your top three selections? And let's let's say you made a play on the Titans. Just to show just people, to, just to add a little bit, just to, to it. show people how this works, value. So works. let's go Chiefs. You want the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go Eagles. I know that's a team you like. Don't worry about. But me. let's make it chalk. But show people you can take a couple favorites and then plant your flag on the Titans, for example. Eagles, Chiefs, Titans, plus eleven hundred. See. And you think, well, I'm taking two heavy favorites, but but you're getting more for your position and on then, Tennessee because of the risk. Right. And then Jim could run it back because I know you you like the Cowboys a little bit. You do it for less than that, plus 1,700. Right. I'm making a play. Layer it. Shop some of the divisional parlays. Give yourself some options. Have some fun with it because reality is you're not going to plunk down the amount of money necessary to make these, A, worth it, or B, interesting. I mean, who's waiting five months to win $100? Not me. You no, know, it's why these six and eight leg parlays are so appealing to people is because yeah. they aren't wagering tens of thousands of dollars on individual games. No, and I think in the futures market, you have to create some value. We talked about this yeah. in our Big 12 episode. You could lay out 10 units on Texas to win the Big 12 even money, or you could do some of the research, have an opinion, and go, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take Texas to win the Big 12 and put them 
over in conference exactas what I deem to be my top five selections in the Big 12 and create a value to it while risking less to try to win more. Is there more risk? Of course there mm -hmm. is. But it just, you have to be responsible for what you're betting. And I'm just not going to approach this that anyone out here is going to listen to this ridiculous pod with this stupid fucking cactus. Value. And go lay 100 units on a team to win a conference. What are we, bringing briefcases to the sports book? Come on. Oh, you turned it off. Yes, you taught me. Value. Why did you have to hit the button? Get the fuck out of Are you kidding me? Turn that, stop. I beg of you. That's I, that, we got some more features we'll bust out as this the season thing goes. Satan spawn. <laughs> All right. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. All your feedback. We'll get a mailbag episode to you. Anything else? Let's do it. Let's cash the ticket. We'll talk to you tomorrow.